This is Laura looking for love, and today is about choices. I actually changed the topic last minute. I know I said it was going to be about something else, but I changed my mind. And in light of the recent Florida school shooting, I think this is more relevant right now. So I recently remembered a communication I had with a client about our happiness gauge. We had already finished a reading, and he just asked me to quickly look at how happy he was on a scale of 1 to 10. I told him I saw him at a 7, and he nodded and said, that sounds right. I asked him if he'd like to increase that, and he shook his head and said, no, I'm good with 7. And this really struck me because I've always wanted to live at 10. Not to say I've always lived at 10, but my desire to do so was always in the background my whole life, either keeping me motivated or tortured, depending on the stage of life I was in. So because I have always had that burning desire to live at 10, it was surprising to hear that he was content living at a 7. But I realized later that most of the world is satisfied at living at a 7 or below. But he had a different awareness about it, and also a great opportunity because unlike most people who live at 7 and don't realize it, he was able to make the conscious choice to accept it, choosing stability over happiness at full speed, and fully understanding what he was sacrificing in order to live in his comfort zone. And because he made the choice, in that moment, he decided that he would not be a victim to his circumstance, now or in the future. Awareness is a really powerful tool in that way. When we consciously choose, it empowers us whatever the decision. And even though I would have loved to see him live at a 10, I honored his choice because it was his. But it also helped me to have compassion because when we are on a mission, we sometimes want others to be where we are. And there's a reason not everyone strives to live at 10. It's not that we want to mute our life experience and have less joy. It's just very hard because a life of 10 means living a life in complete alignment with our life purpose. And sometimes, the journey to our life purpose comes with a lot of disappointment, failure, judgment, and even alienation from friends and family who may already have a life purpose and vision for us. It also comes with letting go of pastime identities comforts, and relying on our faith because the journey to 10 is one that is often uncertain. And with uncertainty, fear often comes rushing in. And in the face of fear, we feel safer at a 7. And in this chaotic world, who can blame any of us for wanting to feel safe at 7? I get it. But while people at 7 are usually great people, decent citizens of the world, it is very important to be aware of how low we allow ourselves to go. And this is where I want to talk about the recent shooting and why this type of spiritual work we do with ourselves is more important than any other type of education. Traditional education, more important than college, it is life-saving to work on our spirit. We spend so much time worrying about our physical bodies, but our spirit is often neglected. And we need to keep ourselves in check because what happened in Florida could have happened to anyone. That boy who shot and killed 17 people was not at a 7 or a 6 or even a 3. He was at a one. And living at a one is being completely disconnected from spirit. He was gone. His spirit had left him. And that's when people stop being people and become sociopaths. They are beyond help at that point. So our job as a human race is to prevent our fellow humans from dropping that low. Because he didn't just wake up one day and go from ten to one. He gradually declined and no one noticed. Or they noticed and didn't care. This boy at one time in his life was also a seven. So how do we help others? It doesn't mean we have to travel the world helping lost souls one by one. 
We only need to worry about our path. And trust me, that is enough. It's a lot of work to worry about our own path. And although I can relate and understand to where people are on their journey and on their happiness gauge, for those of you who are listening, you are listening for a reason. This isn't a podcast that right now is for the masses. I hope eventually the masses will get to the point where it can be accessible at that level, but right now, it's not a vibrational match to the majority of people. People like distraction, fashion, food, comedy, social media, things that take them away from their reality. And again, it's because their reality is a lower vibration than their spirit, so they escape it through distraction. But this here, what we're discussing, it's only a match for a minority community, and that's you. So if we can focus on living at 10, no matter if we aren't there yet, but just to hold it in our awareness and work toward it, it will have a ripple effect. Because each of us has a unique gift to offer, and only until we can offer it do we truly contribute to the world. And it doesn't have to be a gift that involves service that would obviously help someone. When you shine bright, you become an example, helping others to shine bright as well. Your job isn't in knowing how you're helping if that's not obvious. It is just to be in your brightness. And the helping is an automatic result of you being you. So now that the Winter Olympics are happening, we look at these athletes and their journey to Pyeongchang. And it's a way for us to live vicariously through their experiences leading to 10. And while it may seem that all the athletes are already living at 10, for many we are actually seeing that journey and that struggle. Nathan Chen, for example, the American figure skater, not only failed to deliver on his first two performances, but probably had the two worst performances of his entire life. He was a major contender to win gold because his skills are amazing, his artistry is amazing, and his choreography was insane, my favorite of anyone's. But in the moments where the world was watching, he just couldn't land his jumps. So the universe is funny that way. Because he failed to perform the first time, and he stayed strong, unwavering, determined to do better the next time. So the universe had to kick him again because he needed to really push him and test him and make him know his worth, right? Know who he was despite the back-to-back failures. But this time, the second time around, when he failed to deliver, you could see him wavering, needing to consult with his team. It was that second time that made him doubt himself, because the first time, He needed no consult. He went back to the ice and he focused. And this is where we have to be very careful. We need to identify when uncertainty enters our space. Because remember, it is what calls the fear to come rushing in. And once fear is in place, we lower our vibration. We close ourselves off. We go into safety mode. And I really hope that Nathan Chen remembers what Lee Kushin told him, the former ballet dancer who was the subject of the book and movie Mao's Last Dancer, and the person Nathan Chen would be embodying in one of his long program performances. He told him three things. One, you have devastating defeat and you learn from that. And it's going to make your success that much more rewarding. And if you don't get that concept, go watch a K-drama. Because the rewards really are sweeter. Okay, so second, you will live in the story, and the story will carry you through. And he told him this in the face of fear. And this has to do with what I was speaking to about our faith. And lastly, he said, when you spin in the air, you should feel you are only coming down because you choose to. And if anything speaks to our empowerment, it's that. Our ability to choose. Our ability to choose our happiness, our ability to choose our challenges, and our ability to choose whether we live at 1 or at 10. 
Okay, so this was an intense one. So if you made it to the end, congrats. Thank you for listening. And I do have a couple announcements about changes to the Empowerment Center. If you've been thinking about getting a free intro Love Blocks reading, please do so before the end of the month. After February, I won't be offering it anymore. And I will be changing the center and services from the public space that I have now, open to anyone, and starting in March just to a referral-only intensive one-to-one training space with me. I won't be doing one-to-ones forever, but for now it's really needed. So the referrals will be through brand ambassadors who will do some of the recruiting for me. They're a woman that I have great faith and trust in who I've chosen and who have trained with me. They're spiritual warriors, have developed their own intuition, and are examples of how to strive for 10. And also, I will be out and about at events, so I will be doing some recruiting on my own. I'm looking to build a community of strong women who are striving to live at 10, who have the desire to access their life purpose and their gifts because I believe that my gifts would most benefit them. I know how to work with these women, and if you are one, a tortured soul looking for your truth, a bigger picture person, motivated to transform, then please email me or book a free love block reading. Use promo code Laura Looking for Love by the end of this month. Eventually, I would love to help more people than just this select group I'm looking for now, but we have to start where the motivation is and the drive is. And if I can guide just one person to live at 10, then I know that that one person living at 10 can do more for this world than 100 people living at 7s. We underestimate what we are capable of when we own our gifts. So that's why I'm calling on women striving to live at 10. I was asked recently also if I would only accept women, and while my focus is women because that's where a lot of the spiritual change is happening right now, where the motivation is, I will work with any man who has the same level of commitment and drive. So yes, feel free to claim your Love Blocks reading as well if you are one of them. And that's at www.thebonsaibabes.com. So until next Friday, have a good week.